That harmonized. Hi. <laughs> hi, Rob Riggle. Hi, Sarah Tiana. And hi, Gary, shirtless wonder. Hi, guys. Um, hey, friends. Gary, welcome you, back. You still wear welcome a back. shirt in the quarantine? Sorry. Sorry. Of course. What's that? <sighs> no, I was just seeing if Gary was wearing a shirt during the quarantine or no. No, God, no. He never wears a shirt. His skin is like leather. It's 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 really obnoxious. I fear for him. Actually, I fear for his health, his skin health. Um, but he also, when he's in lockup, when he's in county lockup, nobody messes with him. So it's it's one of those things. It's kind of it works. <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off, Rob. Continue, continue. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, all is well. Um, Hey, we have friends, uh, friends and listeners. Uh, we have so much to cover that I, I don't even know where to begin because the world as we know it is, uh, how do I say this? Almost over? Almost over. Um, <laughs> it's on fire. <laughs> it is on fire. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not a fatalist. I do think everything's going to be fine. We're just going to have to go through a little stretch here of pain. And isolation and, uh, you know what? I'll be honest. This whole, uh, coronavirus. Now, when, uh, I think Gary and I talked about it, uh, maybe a, a week or two ago, but we were talking about how they were shutting down all the games. And I was like, Oh my God, you know, have they lost their mind? Cause they were shutting down the, the tournament and all this stuff. Okay. I, I now acquiesce and understand. Of course, the medical professionals had to do this and they were actually getting out in front of it. So they were, they were wise and I'm glad we all did what we had to do. Um, but, uh, uh I find it very frustrating. There's a couple thoughts. I got a bunch of thoughts here, but one, the Jayhawks are number one in the nation. They didn't get to play in the tournament. Uh, they were the AP number one team, the coaches poll number one. Um, so I just think we should give them the national title. Um, and that should be unanimous. I don't think it's in question. So let, let's make that first thing. Um, and uh, two, uh, we're all going to get through this thing. It's very frustrating right now, but everybody's going to everybody's going to make it. The thing that bothers me the most, though, is I'm not. I, I, I you know, obviously, I, nobody wants to get infected with this virus. Uh, that's bad news, and it can affect people with respiratory in a bad way. And also, but I'm starting to fear the fear. And the economy more than the actual virus itself. Maybe that's crazy talk, but it, it seems that those things are the, the big concerns. What do you guys think? You know, I'm with you. I feel like um, the fear itself uh, of people, I mean, just going to the grocery store, even though we've been told time and time again, like nothing's unavailable. The grocery stores are still open. There's no need to hoard anything. And yet people are just like, acting like savages like they're not going to have anything and it's like there's plenty to go around if everybody just will relax and just stay home like all you have to do is just stay home it's literally you're not missing out on anything because no one can do anything there's no FOMO there's, there's like zero time to have FOMO that's it that you're 100% right I, I concur completely you know what it is is also uh, nobody really in this country has um and I'm talking not nobody, but I, I mean um, the masses, the the, ma the the majority of of our population uh, has lived in abundance 
for so long yeah. that they they don't understand that you know sometimes times are lean you know sometimes times are hard and um, and and so they uh, have this weird for all this abundance they have a scarcity mindset. So they feel like they have to go buy all the toilet paper, all the soup, all the whatever, you know, da, da, da. and because and, I've been to the grocery store and there's certain parts of it that are just wiped out and certain parts mm-hmm. that aren't. Um, and you just kind of go, everybody calm down, you know, like this is the kind of behavior that it, it causes more trouble than originally was on the table. Fear. Now, you know, all the, you know, that, that famous FDR speech about the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Man, truer words were never spoken. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I just feel like staying at home and being with your family, probably not the worst possible thing that you have to go through as a human being. You know what I mean? Especially now. I mean, people are constantly talking about how this was a conspiracy and like it was like put upon us by the Chinese government. And I'm like, maybe it was just a a conspiracy by the universe to make us spend more time with our family. <laughs> Absolutely. How about that? You know, How about that as an option? Like I mean, I know people always want to make up a conspiracy theory because somehow it, it helps them rationalize uh, that they live in a world that they can't control. And that's what we, the fact is we live in a world we can't control. There's pandemics. It happens. You know, the pandemic of 1918, the Spanish influenza that, that swept through uh, in 1918, 1919, killed 675,000 Americans. Those are like civil yeah. war numbers. You know, uh, uh, these, yeah. it happens uh, throughout history. There's been the plague. There's been, you know, all matter of pandemics have happened. And it's, it's, it is what it is. But I think the fact that the, there are, are big death tolls, don't get me wrong. I know Italy is really hurting. Um, and there's mm-hmm. more people who get infected. But, you know, the survival rate is, is, is better than the, the plague. Uh, and, and it sounds like it's better than Spanish influenza. At least they're working on things to, to help with the to cure this. It sounds like they're making progress, but again, the fear is going to cause more destruction and damage than hopefully the the virus. But hopefully, the virus they can get that under control. Anyway, I don't want to sound like I'm uncaring yeah. or, unco- or, or or not concerned about. I am. I'm very concerned about it. Um, obviously, I don't want to get infected. I don't want any of my family to get infected. I don't want any of my friends. Um, but I, I'm more bothered by the fear that surrounds it and the hype yeah. and the you know people spinning out of control. Uh, it's not that I don't take it seriously. I take it deadly serious, but I just uh, I, I worry that the fear around it is going to cause just as much trouble as the virus. I agree. I agree. That is, that is the only real worry that you have is like how humanity themselves is going to handle it. So I think if we all just do our part, and hunker down and stay at home. Everything will be fine. So not, I've been it's trying not a to terrible do terrible time of year to be stuck at home. It's a good time of year to be stuck at home. It's not like we're not. You know, it's just. I mean, it's the heart of the school year. I think that's really about it. But well, really, I mean, it's spring. It's beautiful. You can go for a walk still. It's not like you're trapped indoors, and you could still get Amazon delivered. Like everything's fine. Well, it is. You're right. It is, except for no March Madness, which is bullshit. And um, uh, I don't know. I'm doing my part. I'm walking around the neighborhood um, uh, just kind of spitting wherever I want. (laughs) 
yeah. And I kind of took a play uh, page from Gary's playbook. I've been walking around in cut off jean shorts and no shirt, uh, with a <laughs> with a long neck in my hand, um, and just talking that talking that trash. You know, people come out and they're like, "Go home, Riggle." I'm like, "You go home." You know, a lot of that <laughs> stuff. I throw my bottle at them. Um, but most people in your neighborhood avoided you like the plague anyway, right? So it's this. kind of the same. <laughs> nothing's nothing's changed for anybody. That's what I'm saying. It's it's still the <laughs> it same. Changed for me. Everything's the yeah, same for me. It's just Groundhog actually, Day over here. Actually, though, I, I am kind of I am interested to hear what is going on in your world. You have a brand new, beautiful baby boy. Um, and you, I mean, I'm talking brand- <laughs> way to go, Gary. Um, you, but it, you know, I'm sure you're stressed a little bit and I'm sure, uh, well, I don't want to put words in my, tell me what's going on in your world. How are you doing? Oh, well, we're great. I mean, we left the hospital the Friday before kind of everything went down or no I guess it was like two weeks before everything went down kind of and so and we couldn't take him out of the house for the first two weeks anyway just because he's too little and uh and I wasn't allowed to drive because I was still recovering from the surgery so by the time that two weeks was up this quarantine order came in and it was like oh all right well we're just going to continue doing what we've been doing so other than things just being really repetitive Nothing over here has changed except we're just not accepting visitors anymore. So it's really been fine. I mean, Cage, um, that's my son's name, Cage. And he, you know, he has no idea what's going on. He's basically sleeping through a pandemic. So, yeah. It's the best. It's the best way to do it, to be honest with you. Um, Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a politician because he's just leaving through a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Sir Tiana's still writing jokes, even on her downtime, even in the middle of a pandemic, she got it going on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're doing Lights Out, uh, Sage showed from home tomorrow. We're just going to Skype in with him. We did it from the hospital, so it's like... It's all great, and and I I get to feel like I'm not missing as much work as I would be because nobody's working. So that's that's the thing too. Once I I'm I'm with you. That's the thing. Uh, once I calmed down, once I was like, because I, I ha, I'm kind of at this you know this tempo of well I got to do this and I got to do this and I have this on my schedule and so I'm going to be here here and here and here and here and I'm da 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 and. All of a sudden, my calendar just got wiped. I mean, wiped out. There's nothing on it now. And I'm like, wow. I'm, I mean, even the Little League games are gone. Like, everything is gone. There's nothing. And so, I, I you know, we went and bought uh, jigsaw puzzles, uh, board games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love playing cards. Um, so, it's been a lot of that. I got, I'm lucky because I'm, you know, uh, I get screeners of movies sent. So I have all these, uh, you know, amazing movies for the past however many years. So it's a it's been a movie marathon, um, and you know it's and I'm I'm on my third book. Like it's hilarious because I always bitch and moan about like, God if I just had some time to even think if I had just a time to do and now cosmically it has been in, it has been forced thrust upon me 
to sit down, chill mm-hmm. out, have conversations, um, you know, spend time with family, uh, read, write, do all the things that I, I begged the universe for, uh, for time. And now I have it. And so it's, you know, it's all about mindset, but I'm, you know, provided nobody gets, uh, um, well, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's yeah. how you look at things. It's how you look at things. That was my first thought. It was like when all this went down and like everything got canceled, I was like, I can't even imagine what Riggle is going to do with himself because he's never had this much time. <laughs> like just to yourself, downtime, like you, you just, you never have that. Even, even when you do get to spend time with your family, you guys are out doing something on vacation or seeing sites or, you know, so yeah, yeah, you're one of my first thoughts. It's just like, wow, I don't even know what he's doing with himself. Well, you know, honestly, I I couldn't sit still for a while and then, uh, (laughs) and then slowly you settle into it. And, you know, it is that FOMO thing. It is that thing where you're like, well, God, I got to, you know, everybody else is pushing. I got to get out there and push too. And then you're like, no, nobody's, nobody's doing anything. I mean, nothing. So yeah, it's the curse of, uh, you know, this entertainment business because everything in the entertainment business is based on hustle. So for uh you to not hustle feels uncomfortable. Um, and yeah, so I, you know, uh, it just, it's, it's kind of nice to like be forced to not hustle and to just relax. And it's, the perfect time for me which is like bonding time with my baby and oh and it's cool. it's perfect to, to help me which is great yeah it's all been wonderful my yeah, mom it's... got to come out and visit right before everything went down so she was in and out before anything crazy went on lockdown and the same with chris's mom so at least both of our mothers have met the baby and we got that out of the way and and now it's just kind of bonding time that's awesome I mean it. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 happy about that. I I don't know about you, but also just a sidebar, you know, not having sports has been weird. It's been super super weird. Um and at the same time, when you start to focus on other, like like reading these books and and sitting down to write and do things, you know, your time does get filled, you know, you can fill the time. <laughs> uh but it is a little weird yeah. not having being able to sit down and just pop on a game it's it's uh right it's, it's it hasn't happened in my lifetime so it's very weird yeah like just no sports and like they're re-airing old games we watched like the, the old christian leitner leitner game where he made yeah. the duke kentucky game well you know what uh, i made i gotta and i gotta tell you i made my son get up out of bed on sunday morning and come downstairs and watch um, uh, the Jayhawks 2008 when they beat Memphis State for the national title uh, game because they were airing it on CBS in its entirety. So we sat there and watched the whole game again, which was fantastic. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, we've been we've been watching a lot of TV shows. Um, we our new sport is uh hdtv we've been watching a lot of home renovations <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh chris has become quite the expert he's like oh you got to open that room up you got to put a window in and i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> like you've never watched these shows before ever 
That's actually hilarious and awesome. There's going to be yeah. so many uh, guys who are like going to turn into the tool man, uh, Tim the tool man, after watching these. They're going, yeah. I can do that. I can make a room. No, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. You, no skill. Unless we, we better be quarantined for a long time for you to develop carpentry <laughs> skills. <laughs> the, the only part of those shows that I would be any good at is demo. That's it. And that's most men. That's all we can really, really sincere. That's all we can do is I can give me a hammer and I'll, I'll make the room empty and I'll knock the give walls down. I can do and that. A and oh yeah. And a keg. If you want it down, if you really want it all the way down, give me a keg too. <laughs> that would be amazing. But there, I mean, there is like some sports. So, I mean, because NFL free agency is happening. So it's like there there is stuff happening in sport. Just we don't yeah. get to watch it live. Right. There's sport news. You're right about that. There's definitely sport news. Um, and, and that has been enjoyable watching all these trades going down in the NFL. Um, that's been, that's been exciting. You know, I feel like um, I never, I never paid that. I mean, I pay attention to the trades that happen to the Falcons and like big major trades, but like even just like these like little ones, like, Oh, Melvin Gordon's going to the Broncos. You know, like little things like that where you're like, whoa. Yeah. It's the biggest yeah, news and a lot, of the day because a, you have no other news. Right. And I, I'm watching I'm watching the same thing. I think it's because the collective bargaining agreement took longer to get completed. And so the time to get trades done was compacted. And so you're getting all – like it was a, a gush of trades and deals being made and hashed out. And, and so it's all coming in a wave. And I'm seeing – a lot of one-year deals. A lot of you know, this guy's going here for a year. That guy's going like even Todd Gurley, the great Rams yeah. uh, running back, is going back to Georgia. He's going back to the Falcons, uh, but it's a one-year mm-hmm. deal, just a one-year deal. And you would think for a running back, they live and die by those contracts. They need the they need to get paid early so that they can because their life their shelf life just in that long in the NFL. If you're a running back, well, remember Todd Gurley signed that the biggest running back deal uh, to date before Ezekiel Elliott signed his, and so like he already had he already in a way got paid, uh, and then he had I think I think it was like forty five million guaranteed, so we're paying him six million for one year, but the Rams still owe him five million, and um, and they were due to pay him more uh, last Tuesday. That's why they let him go. So he's getting paid $11 million this year. So he's basically getting paid half of that from us and the other half from the Rams. Dang. Well mm-hmm. played, Mr. Gurley. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. I mean, running backs in general, like, they have to get that money. I mean, everybody well, does let's talk- anymore. Let's talk about the biggest thing that happened. Of course, we got to talk about Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers. What the f? I did not see that coming. I, I didn't either. Chargers the whole way. Yes, yes, yes. I thought Sorry, it was. Gary. I, I, I was. If I, I would have bet so much money with Chargers, I thought it was a lock, and it was not a lock Chargers, as it turns I out. Thought, I thought Chargers and. You know, Gary, being the only Chargers fan that I know, I just have to say I'm really sorry. I'm sure yeah. you're very upset. Yeah. Especially it, cause... <laughs> it, it's not ideal. <laughs> but I... you guys are going to get a good draft pick, and you're still going to be fine. Don't worry. 
Yeah, I just, be better. Yeah. I, I'm just, you know, whether or not he came to the Chargers or not, I'm just confounded that he wanted to go be a pirate. I too. I, I don't get that at all. And they have the same initials, Tampa Bay and TV, you know? So, That's pretty thin. That's pretty yeah, thin. It's, it's a, yeah, I don't know. I know Giselle didn't want to live in California. That's what I heard. And then, like, <laughs> Oh, I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. Duh. It's, there's, no ta- there's no state tax in Florida, and there's a massive tax in California. Mm-hmm. That is a big part of it, too. I have no you doubt. Know, 13 million just in taxes. Just in taxes, exactly. Uh-uh. Or you can put that in your pocket down in Florida. Let me think about that for a second. Mm, I guess I'll play in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. Or that's, you could just give exactly. that money to Chris Godwin so that you can have his number 12 jersey. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's very it's very interesting because I, I also thought he might go to the 49ers because that's where he really wanted to play his whole life. Because he, he hates Garoppolo and he wants to torture Garoppolo. Is that why? Just for you no, to follow Garoppolo around? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm just teasing. Well, he definitely hates Garoppolo uh, because Garoppolo is him, you know, in the future. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. No, because he just always wanted to – he's from San Francisco and he loved Joe Montana and that's where he always wanted to play and that's why – when Garoppolo went there, I think that was, you know, that was Belichick's way of being like, F you to Tom, being like, I'm going to make this guy a legend in your hometown. That's why he he uh, let him go for such a good price. So I right. thought this was just like Belichick's maniacal way of getting him Garoppolo back <laughs> because he groomed Garoppolo. People really think Belichick is like some evil Sith Lord. It's really hilarious. Well, that was the whole thing. We were having this whole conversation, you know. It's like people were like, you know, Brady wanted to stay, but Belichick just, like, never gave him, like, the satisfaction. And, like, you know, me and Chris were talking about how it's, like, basically, if Belichick had just been, like, I'm proud of you, you're a good kid, then Tom Brady would have stayed. And I'm like, who cares? Like, I don't know. Like, if I have to pick between Brady and Belichick, I would take Belichick every time. And I think that I'm in the minority there because I think most people would take Brady, but I, I would take Belichick. I think he's, I think he's the secret sauce. Well, it's yeah, it's definitely his system. You know, it doesn't matter who you plug in there; that you're going to have a winning season. Um, but you need, I still think you need a special quarterback. But um, that's well, that's Boston's problem. Brian I don't care about today. Yeah, I know. I saw that. By the way, let me ask Gary. I forgot. Who is your quarterback? Do you even have one now? Tyrod something. Oh, yeah, from the Bills. Yeah. Oh, Tyrod uh, Taylor, yeah. No, no. I, I was yeah. just Josh and Tyrod Taylor. I know his name. But, yeah, that's oh. – uh, allegedly that's what the organization is going to go with. They're they're not going to try to sign one of the free agent quarterbacks, which um, oh. questionable. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, Tyrod is a, is a great athlete. No doubt, no uh, doubt. Yeah. But, uh, not a lot of not a lot of proof that he's the uh, the leader that one might need to make a a big push. But we'll see. I, I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic. You know, if nothing else, it'll be fun to go see the new stadium. Absolutely, and you know, T- uh, Tannehill turned the beat around. So there's no reason Tyrod can't turn the beat around. True, true. And Ty- and uh, Tannehill got paid. 
Yeah, he did. I saw that. Oh my goodness yeah, gracious! He did get paid. Good for him. Exactly. Yeah, that that's what I'm talking Brady about. Rumor. That was a Brady rumor going to Tennessee, and I was like, you know, because Vrabel's there, and Vrabel and his, and Brady are good friends, and it was a whole thing, and I was like, oh God, no, I don't want him to go to Tennessee. But what sucks is that he came to my division. <laughs> right. <laughs> like now, I got to see this guy twice a year. And, you know, and now the Panthers got rid of Cam Newton. And um, so I, I think, did they sign Teddy Bridgewater? Is that who they signed? And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then New Orleans is still New Orleans. So it's, it's going to be a rough year. <laughs> it's going to be a tough season. I know. And their, co- and their head coach got the, the uh, Corona. So got the Roni. Yeah, yeah, he got, got he got the corona, and and I think Emmanuel Sanders from the Broncos, he's signed with the. So the, the Breeze gets a new receiver down there, and I wouldn't call him new, but he gets another receiver down there. Might be helpful, Emmanuel That's Sanders. Too with the Falcons, like for us getting girly, and then we got um, Treadwell. I think yesterday from the Vikings, and he's like an SEC boy too. He went to Ole Miss, and like we have ten number one draft picks. Uh, starting lineup on offense and like if we can't do anything like it's just a, we're just a laughing stock we can't do anything with those weapons what are we doing right right and we're the browns you know what i mean we're the browns <laughs> all those number one draft picks all those ta- all that talent and no win yeah don't put that evil on yourself that's crazy talk well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, that's kind of what happened last year. We had seven. You know, our whole offensive line last year was number one draft pick. Right. And everyone's like, they they can't protect Matt Ryan. And I'm like, Matt Ryan is holding on to the, the ball too long. Like, you're wearing out these guys, these guys who are awesome, but they shouldn't make you – they shouldn't have to hold for 10 seconds. They hold for three, four seconds tops. Well, got to give your O line break. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you, but that's uh, that's everybody else's problem because I'm a Chiefs fan and we just won the Super Bowl, and we have Patrick Mahomes, so everybody can kiss my ass. <laughs> does, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So I don't. But we're yeah, on I don't, Cincinnati over here. We're all on to next season. I already forgot that you guys won the Super Bowl. <laughs> You'll never forget. You'll never forget because I'll never let you forget. I'll never let anybody forget. Yeah, because you're my friend and you're never going to let me forget. (laughs) Can we talk about a real serious issue, though, for a second? Um, Sure. If you guys don't mind. The Los Angeles Rams on Monday revealed a new logo. (laughs) The logo for my Chargers? Was it the Chargers? Yes. Uh, No, No, it's it's the the Rams. Well, yeah, it, that's what people say, but that's a very clear LAC right there, and that thing that they claim looks like a ram's horn looks a lot like a lightning bolt. Can I tell you, it looks like a god dang morning show. It looks like good morning LA, you know, with with Pepper and, and with Pepper and, and, and Jenny. I heard someone uh, say, and I think this is very accurate, it looks like the logo they would use in a movie like any given Sunday where they couldn't get clearance from the NFL. That's it. Yeah. We need to put that on our Facebook page. Uh, Gary, can you do that? Yes, sir. Facebook.com slash Wrigglespicks Podcast. As you're listening to this, it's already there. 
Wow. That, thank you, Gary. You're the best in the biz. But this thing, when I first saw it, uh, I had a, a vomit come up to the top of my mouth. And then I was like, oh, my God, you know, is that, is that Corona or was that the L.A. thing? So I looked away and then I looked back at the new M, the Rams uh, logo and I threw up again. And I was like, no, it's the, it's the logo. It's the new Rams logo. So uh, this thing made me, made me angry. It actually made me mad um, to the point where I was, I was ready to get in my car and drive around looking for trouble. That's how mad I was about this. So yeah, I don't know what – I don't good. know – I don't know what they're – I don't know who's going to change it, but somebody needs to change it. Well, I'm wondering if they're going to change it again because they just deleted all of their Instagram posts, the Rams did. Why? Chris and I were looking at it like, yeah, like two hours ago. Um, That's yeah. weird. So I don't know. And we were like, maybe it has something to do with the new logo. Maybe they're changing the logo again. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I bet they're cleaning it out. They're they're they're, they're rebooting. Everybody's rebooting right now. Good lord! I mean, they got time right now to think of something better. Take this time yes. while we're yes. down. You know, think of something better because you know. I think too. I, I know they canceled the draft in um, Vegas, but I think the draft is still going to happen. Uh, like they're just right, but they're gonna, they're going to do it like. Yes, you're right. I didn't mean to cut you off, but yes, you're right. Keep keep explaining that because I think it has to go down at the same time, but they're mm-hmm. going to do it by different means, correct? Yeah, I think it's just going to be, from what Chris was telling me, like it's just going to be Goodell like in his office like doing the announcements and then they can have video footage of the different athletes at their house, like kind of like Skyping in. Good Lord. So it'll be the feed. Yeah. Which is great. You know, gives everybody some weird... live TV to watch. Uh, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, it'll be interesting. Are you getting any sleep, by the way? Are, are you up all night these days? <laughs> I'm not getting a ton of sleep. I mean, I get, you know, my two to three hour chunks uh, <laughs> throughout the night. Uh, I don't really have the. Um, I don't really get to take a nap during the day. I don't know why I thought like, oh, I'm going to have so much time to like finish my script and write <laughs> stand up. And I have, I'm like nothing, like nothing. I have no time for anything. It's like I already have PTSD from the breast pump. I'm just like the sound of it just like, like makes me want to get into the fetal position myself. I don't know who's in the fetal position more, me or Cage. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm not getting a ton of sleep, but he's such well, a good I, baby. I, can, I really can't complain. I'm I'm very lucky. I I can hear that you're not getting much sleep in your explanation. That was hilarious. <laughs> Am I repeating myself? <laughs> Probably. You're tired, and that's understandable. But it is amazing when you are a parent. Whether it's new or it doesn't matter. Once you start, once the clock starts, then you're on the parent train. Uh, your days mm-hmm. can evaporate so fast, and you sit there and you get and you feel guilty. You're like, why didn't I get anything done today? Well, because you were you were supporting your life and someone else's life, and it's exhausting because there's so much pre planning required to just to get through the day for everybody. So I, I hear you. I absolutely hear you. 
Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. I, I, it is, it is nothing like anybody said, and it is everything like anybody said. And they always say, like my friend, one of my friends said, the days are long and the years are short. And I can see how that yeah. is true because he's going to be a month old in like two days. It's wow. already been a month. Like that, I don't even know where that went. <laughs> right, right. I never know what day it is, but I know it's all going by fast. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, Gary, I know you have a little one too. Are you you're you're getting you're into the sleep phase though, right? You're sleeping, right? It's definitely getting better. And Sarah, there is hope for you. It's uh, <laughs> but you're right. The, that that adage about the days going by slow and the years going by fast is true. I mean, my my little one's almost eight months, and that's almost impossible for me to God. believe. Yeah, that is wow. crazy. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up, fools. Yeah. Uh, How many months is so, your little boy, uh, Riggle? <laughs> what's kidding. that now? I said, "How many months is your son?" He's like a <laughs> he's, uh, three thousand. He's, he's yeah, he's got to be in the uh, thousand range, right? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, um, oh, I I did want to say that I know as country everything is changing a lot of things are are different but i would like to tell everybody that sometimes some things never change and one of those things that never changes is that people go to the raiders to retire because jason witten signed with the raiders oh my god it's true isn't it they have an affinity for people on their last leg they did it with jerry yeah, rice like they're doing it with witten with yeah. the Raiders. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Super weird. I don't know. Well, listen, yeah. he, he, he made a big mistake uh, because now he's a Raider. So I, uh, to me, he's dead. Um, and I was a big fan of his uh, up until, of course, he signed with the Raiders. So now those days are done. Um, and, uh, you know, I, uh, I don't necessarily wish him well. I wish him safety. I don't want him to get hurt or anything, but uh, I hope he drops every pass. <laughs> what do you think about the um, the new uh, CBA? The the fact that there's going to be 17 games. Did you guys talk about this while I was we gone? we touched on it because they were still hashing things out, um, but. Uh, has it become official? Like, is are they doing seventeen games? Is that done? I thought that was still. Yeah, I thought it was. They, no, yeah, they that, voted. Well, and it is. Hold on, to be clear, that's not going to be this season. They, there's an option for it next season, but it is all but guaranteed that it will go into effect next season. So the yeah. the fall of twenty one. Correct. This season, they institute the new playoff rules where there's two extra teams in the playoffs. But next season, there is an owner's option to vote for whether or not it goes to a 17-game season. And it's a no-brainer. Of course, they'll vote for it. Well, isn't that yeah. the Dickens? Well, I don't know how I feel about it. I guess it's one of those things that change is inevitable. That's the thing that is always constant. But uh, I'm, I have to see it and feel it and, and get a feel for it to see if I like it or not. So I, I don't know. I mean, as a spectator, I guess I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, what? it used to be what a 14 game season, right? And then 16 years games ago, they made it 16. Oh, right, then, right, right. And right. then now it's 17. So, 
It happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, you know, and, and I always thought that four preseason games was too much anyway, but I, so I look, I, we'll see what happens. I, I may, I may turn out to be the greatest thing in the world, especially for fans, you know, cause obviously we're getting more action and, and that's what people want, you know? So, uh, yeah, it could be yeah. good. It's just, uh, yeah, I think it was like a majority of the athletes, you know, who are voting for the CBA, they're not. They're not all Aaron Rodgers. They're not all Tom Brady. Like these, most of these guys make league minimum, and so mm-hmm. if they're going to make an extra hundred fifty to two hundred thousand dollars to play an extra game, they're going to do it. And I heard, I heard a player. That's why it I heard a player yeah. say on another sports podcast that I listened to, an NFL player who made a point I hadn't thought of, which is he likes it because, uh, you know, he has a lot of endorsement deals that come with um, benchmarks where he gets bonused out. And if it's, you know, an extra 50K for him to get to 1,000 yards, then having an extra game to do that, you know, say say he gets injured, you know, game week four or something, that gives him an extra opportunity to do it. So, you know, there, there are mm-hmm. – there, it can be argued from every side. Sure. Yeah. They're incentivized to to perform – in their contracts. Uh, and so I'm, I'm an extra game gives you just one more opportunity to, to, uh, you know, rack up the stats. So that's, I wonder how that will affect though, all, all records, you know, passing records and r- rushing records. And, you know, if everybody gets an extra game, how many people came up short of breaking a record because they, you know, didn't get an extra one more game, they would have broke all these records. So I, I guess, mm-hmm. are they going to put asterisks, asterisks by all the new records or, is there a, are they going to call it the, the modern era records? You know, what are they going to do? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Should be interesting. Well, they better figure it out. <laughs> uh, have you been uh, uh, paying attention to the Olympics at all? I heard that they're, they're not, still. I mean, the fact that they're, I mean, they're not happening right now, but. I thought I thought I heard they were still happening, but I, then everything's changing so fast, and everything's getting canceled at the cyclic rate that I imagine they're 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 dead, right? They're not going on forward, right? Well, they're not going to start when they're supposed to, so either they're going to be delayed a little bit, bit or a year. But Canada and Australia already said they're not sending their athletes there, um, so not this year anyway. So I think that's kind of a bigger issue that that the Olympics are going to have to um, deal with. My my favorite thing, I keep paying attention to it because the guy in charge, his name is Dick Pound, and it just like, I just feel like that (laughs) is a name that Riggle would give himself in a movie. (laughs) You know what? That is a great name, but if I did put that name in a movie as a character, everybody would be like, okay, we get it, Riggle. We get it. You know, what? What do you, what's your football jersey number? Sixty nine. We get it. We get like it would be too obvious. But the fact that this IOC member, his re, this is his real name, Dick Pound. Dick Pound. And by the way, he could go by Richard. He could go by Rich Pound. He could go by Richard Pound. He doesn't. He chooses to go by no. Dick Pound. So it, it's. I find He's it like, fascinating. I'm the man in charge. I'm Dick Pound. Yeah. You know, maybe when he before he was in charge, he was Richard Pound. But as soon as he got the big job, he became Dick Pound. 
you know, he had to become in charge because with a name like Dick Pound, you can't be a pole vaulter. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to wear a suit. <laughs> you already have a, something to pole vault with all the time. <laughs> Yeah, now I'm I'm just my my mind is swirling around right now because I'm thinking about all the different characters I could play called Dick Pound. <laughs> I just feel like in Rob Riggle's Ski Master Academy, like there would be a Dick Pound. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Once we ran Erlacher off, uh, the the new nemesis would have to be Dick Pound. <laughs> That would be awesome. Take it to Pound Town. <laughs> yeah, and he would be like, and he would be a fraternity brother of my character, but we hate each other. Oh, it'd be perfect. <laughs> I just imagine his son being little Dick Pound, <laughs> or like Dick Dick Pound Junior, DP Junior. Oh, man. <laughs> That's like uh, 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 smoking the bandit with uh, Big Enos and Little Enos. <laughs> yeah. mm. oh, good time. Classic, classic, good classic, time. classic stuff. Hey, a uh, lot of strange stuff going on in the world. Obviously, a lot of strange happenings. This is a weird and very unusual, very unprecedented time in in uh, the history of our lives. Um, and you know, in, in world history, I guess. Um, but, uh, we got a lot of great unusual stories here, but I'm, what I'm impressed by is, uh, the listener mail. We've got so much listener mail and it's a lot of new names, a lot of, uh, and there's a lot of some of the, some of our, uh, very loyal, dedicated, uh, listeners, um, uh, are here with questions, which I truly appreciate. Thank you very much. It's always good to hear from some of the classics like Ian and, and uh, uh, Stephanie Blaine and uh, I said Ian Haydeck, Haydecky, Haydecky. Uh, and of course, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of, yeah, we got, uh, we got fun people. Hink, uh, George uh, Hinkle, Stephanie, Bl- stuff. Stephanie Blaine, incidentally, I believe is our, uh, our meth squirrel artist. All right. That's right. Meth squirrel. So good. All right. So what do you want to do? You want to talk about some of the strange going ons or do you want to talk about the talk about some of our listener mail? I think we, we've probably got to give the people a couple turtle award nominees and then we'll get some listener mail. Does that sound good to you guys? That's actually really smart, Gary. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're sober and I'm glad you are here today. You showed up. That is I want to thank you for both those things. <laughs> well, we're Skyping in, so I'm going to go ahead and let. I'm going to go with the sober thing. Um, <laughs> um, our longtime fan and uh, often Turd Award nominee uh, supporter, uh, George Hinkle, submitted this one that I thought was pretty good. A man got his caricature done, and shortly after the image was completed, he robbed the artist, taking his bag of money with approximately $500 in it, but the thief left behind his caricature in the heat of the moment. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> the portrait shows the suspect with emphasized features, sporting a thin mustache and wearing an earring, and Riverside police have since put the image out onto social media describing the suspect as a five foot one inch tall black man in his early twenties and are asking the community to help identify him. Wow. 
This is hilarious. I'm actually looking at the picture right now. You know, it's a caricature. So obviously everything's uh, uh, blown out of proportion. It's a com- it's a comedy thing. It's a caricature. Um, how, a couple things. How dumb are you? And by the way, how dumb are you to, to leave your, your picture uh, on the easel? But also, what a low life. Those guys don't make a lot of money. Those character the artists or whatever. And you're going to steal from the guy who just drew your picture. I don't know. Low rent. This guy's a turd for also, sure. Also, like, if you're going to steal from him, don't make him draw your picture first. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. Don't make him do work and then take his You know what I mean? Like, just go rob him without him having to do the work of drawing your lame ass, you know? Right. Like, I wonder though, since he was sitting there getting his picture drawn, he took the time. It's you know those things take like thirty, forty minutes to get done. You know, you know they're not know. quick. So I wonder if he was sitting there getting his picture drawn, and he saw the guy's bag of money. It was just it was one of those spontaneous. You know, he thought, "Oh man, I want that," and he just did it in the moment, oh, like a like a heat of the moment. Yeah, crime of opportunity or whatever they call it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Guys, it's come back. You can't. You can't steal from people. It's against the law. Would have five hundred dollars. Yeah, he must be good. And I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the picture. I'm looking at the picture. Uh, He's. He looks like he's a fine character. Character artist. So maybe he does have five hundred dollars. But he's not going to get any insurance. So why would he false report how much money he had? It looks like. What was that? Hey, hey, hey! Like, what was that? Uh, that was Fat Albert. That. Uh, yeah, yeah. It looks like a character from Fat Albert. Yes. And yeah. One of the one of the like one of the junkyard like mechanic lot. Yeah. So, so for those of you the, listening who may want to go see this picture, that is also up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Wrigglespicks Podcast, as we speak. So to me, he's like, a petty so criminal. No. <laughs> Especially with this with this picture, how have they not found him? It just seems like there's only one person that looks like that in that area. I don't know. Oh my god! Well, um, this guy's a petty thief, um, uh, and he's uh, you know uh, what a scumbag. He's he's definitely a turd. Uh, I mean, do we put him on the big board? That's the question, though. The, the circumstances maybe make me put him on the board. The fact that he left his character—it's yeah. so damn funny. What do you think, Sarah? I think it's big funny enough him? to go on the big board for sure. All right, here goes. Big board. <laughs> Good job. All right, let's uh, let's maybe do one more, and then we'll get into some listener questions. Uh, another good. another frequent submitter, Daniel SG submitted a story out of Alabama where police were left shaking their heads after a wild multi-car chase led to an arrest of an accused car thief, and one of the gentlemen in the car was found to be wearing a sweatshirt that read Dumbass in giant letters. (laughs) (laughs) They've cut the head off this gentleman, but a picture of the car that eventually crashed into a local Wendy's as well as the sweatshirt in question will also be on our Facebook page. And, Sarah, I'm sorry to say this was... uh, Let's see. Oh, maybe it, it crossed state lines because it also says here that uh, Har- Harrelson County, Georgia, was uh, involved as well. It did later cross lines into Alabama, but it started near home state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but they probably bought that dumbass sweatshirt 
the sweatshirt that says dumbass. They probably bought that in Kansas City. I don't think that. Uh, uh, no, no, no. You're not passing the buck. You're not passing the buck to my neck of the woods. This has got SEC, Georgia, Alabama written all over it. This is this it is says, every day. This is every day in Georgia. Every single day this happens. <laughs> every single day a guy wears a sweatshirt that says dumbass and yes. steals a car. Yes. Every day. And then he drives <laughs> it into a Wendy's. Caught him. At least the cops caught him. That's why I won't eat at a Wendy's in Georgia. <laughs> Did you know that? Because this, this crap happens every day. Some knucklehead in a dumbass sweatshirt steals a car and drives it into the restaurant. So, no, I, I'm not going to eat in a, a fast food restaurant down in Georgia. I always appreciate when you steal a, when people steal a car, they definitely don't drive safely, you know? Like, they're like, yeah, well, you're my right. car, well, I don't give a shit. And they just drive all haphazard. You mean like rental cars? Yeah, I don't, like, it just seems like stolen cars are always like something bad happens to them, like, because somebody's driving like a maniac. And,. It's not always because they're getting chased. I feel like sometimes they're just like, well, let's just open this up and see what it can do. Like, they're not totally. stealing like a minivan. They're always stealing something with like that drives better and faster than their own car. It's like the way cab drivers in New York drive where you're they're like, I don't even like you guys just don't care. I don't even know if you have insurance, but you just don't care. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I would never drive like that in my car. I wouldn't want anything to happen to it. Yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely, and and it, it's it's uh, it's as if they're they're uh, test pilots and they're in a in a some sort of experimental car and they're pushing the limits to see what it can do and what it can't do, and then they always end up realizing oh it can't make a turn at sixty miles an hour and they go into a Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but when you best. wear a dumbass sweatshirt well, and you are a dumbass, these things tend to happen. Yeah, it was like, I think last time we did one of these, somebody had drugs in a bag, that's a bag full of drugs. It's like very nail on the head. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thank you, Daniel SG. I think this guy probably goes on uh, because we have the visual proof. We got to put him on the big board, I think. Yeah, I like the visual proof. Yeah, of what a what a piece of garbage what a piece of SEC garbage this guy is, huh? Well, here he goes. <laughs> There's no way they're from Georgia. They've definitely brought the car across state lines. They just ended up in Georgia. <laughs> no, they stole it in Georgia and crashed it in Alabama. Again, classic. Classic well, SEC. Because they're trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys want to go on to some fan questions? Yes. Yes. All right, I think there's there's three or four here that'll be pretty good, and then we'll wrap it up. Nicholas Cook says, "Eat, pray, chum was absolutely fantastic, and I'm so happy Canada has decided to air Global Investigator. What has been Rob's favorite place to film over his career? Stay safe." Oh wow! Um, over his career, well, I've been lucky because I've uh, the the new show on Discovery um, You're called been, like so, like in two years. Because you're, you, he said your whole career. So in two years, <laughs> where's the coolest place you've been? 
<laughs> Sarah, I'm so glad you're not close by because I would get, I would, um, I, uh, let me think here. Um, Global Investigator has been able, it's taken me all over the place. Filming in, in Santorini, uh, one of the Greek Isles, was very cool. Filming in Edinburgh was very, very cool. Um, I did film a movie one time up in Alaska. That was really cool. Um, yeah, that and, went through Barrymore. Yes, yes. Big miracle. Um, yeah, which by the way, speaking of the, the Discovery Channel show, uh, I believe they are moving it now from Sunday night to Thursday night. So if anybody cares, the show, I think, starting next week moves to Thursday night, and then they're going to – I think we're going to do like the whole night. So it's going to be like episode one, two, and three all next Thursday night. So it's going to be like a big uh, global investigator oh. block on Thursday. This week it's on Friday, just so you know, because I went to record okay. it today because I hadn't recorded it yet, and it said the 27th this week. Yeah, I think the, the – when, when they do the – when they do this big um, – launch or when you know when they consolidated or do a, a big block i think it's thursday april 2nd thursday april 2nd is when they're going to do that so oh, cool yeah 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 um anyway so yeah i hope that answers your question uh um edinburgh greece and alaska well thanks Boom. nicholas we appreciate it um next yeah. uh from our aspiring uh cartoonist and uh meth squirrel artist stephanie blaine welcome back sarah we missed you it's crazy to think how different the world was last time you were on the podcast i bet you have some interesting insight on what it's like to raise a newborn with all this pandemonium going on and i <laughs> my inflection was poor because that's the end of it <laughs> uh, yeah um yeah i don't know i mean i guess um we're low on toilet paper and eggs. That's the only thing. Uh, but a lot of people keep reaching out and asking what they can do. And uh, um, But, you know, it's exactly the same. It's just Groundhog Day. Every day is Groundhog Day. Every day is exactly the same. He has no idea what's going on. At least now we can go for walks outside. And we live in a part of town that's really remote, so there's no one else around. So you don't have any fears of running into people. Um, and now we can't have any visitors, so it's pretty chill because <laughs> no one's coming over to our house. So everything has over. been fine. Everything has been great. I, I'll come over. I'll co- um, I'm going to come over and just TP your house for fun just to give you a little business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bring Dick Pound with you. <laughs> Do I ever go anywhere without Dick Pound? You know, me and Dick Pound are coming over to your house to TP it. Um, if you TP someone's house right oh, now, that is the ultimate power move. That is a power move. Yeah. And the only person who can pull it off is Dick Pound. Yeah, just the one thing that people are running low on to you use it to throw it around people's yards. <laughs> That would be a baller move. That that that's too that's too arrogant. That's too showy. It's too showy. Well, thank you, Stephanie Blaine. We appreciate it as always. All right, last one, guys, and yes, it's kind Stephanie. of a two parter here. It's from uh, another longtime fan and a frequent submitter at facebook.com dot slash Wrigglespicks podcast. Aaron Degroat, 
Okay, guys, I have an individual question for each of you since you are all amazing and the fans love to get to know you better. Now's the time to grow your podcast while everyone is sitting at home just dying to be entertained. You guys are the cure for at least 54 minutes a week. Thank you. All right, questions. Sarah, I know you do stand-up, but you have a great presence as well. Have you ever or would you ever be interested in a sit- in sitcom work? Seems like you could easily carry a show, especially about a good old Southern girl bringing her family to the big city. Just throwing it out there, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. If you don't mind writing to Hollywood and letting them know that definitely interested. Uh, yeah, actually, Aaron, I've written a few sitcoms for myself and uh, none of them have gotten picked up. But uh, there's always stuff in the works. I'm always writing stuff. So thank you. And hopefully when it does get picked up, you'll watch it. <laughs> All right. Now, Rob, there's a question here for you. And I will admit, I think I know the answer to this question, but it has been posed in my own very household. Rob, I know you do a lot of voiceover commercials. For sure, my girlfriend Rosanna and I have pegged you as the Buffalo Wild Wings guy, right? How many more do you do? And is there a preference you have as far as acting in movies, doing commercial voiceover, or doing shows like Global Investigator, Shark Week, etc.? Is it just whatever pays the bills? Either way, you are awesome in everything you do, and Rosanna and I love anything linked to Rob Briggle. We are weirdos like that. You guys are all amazing. I think I can speak for a lot of fans of your show and saying we wish you the best and hope the podcast is around for many years to come. Thanks, gang. Hey, all right. Well, hey, that was very nice. Aaron uh, and Rosanna, uh, much appreciated. Those are very kind words. Um, all right, let's start with the first question, which was, what was it? It was. Are you the Buffalo Wild Wings VO guy? Oh, I am not it the is Buffalo very Wild Wings voiceover guy. Um, I, th- that would be I am not. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I have no idea. I'm not him. I've done voiceover for commercials, though. I, I think I, oh, God, I did LifeLock. Uh, I've done some other ones, but um, I do a lot of voiceover for uh, animation. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, the other question was, do I have a preference, I think, right, in movies or commercials or whatever? Um, I... I try to do things that uh, I like and inspire me. I have done uh, roles that, uh, you know, um, I don't necessarily care for, but, uh, you know, at the same time, I have a mortgage. I have children to put through schools. I've got, you know, I've got to try to make sure they have college money. So, yeah, I take the work. If you're a working actor, take the work. Um, but obviously, I'm trying to find projects that I can be passionate about. Um, the good thing is, Back in the old days, you were you were either a commercial actor, a TV actor, or a film actor, and you never got to cross the streams. And now those days are gone. Uh, A-list movie actors are doing commercials, uh, both domestically and internationally. Uh, you can do anything. If you do TV, you can do film, you can do commercial. None of that, none of those barriers are up anymore. So um, it's really a, a good thing uh, for for actors. Uh, so yes, I try to. I, I like to do all of them. Um, um, okay, that probably, hopefully that answered that question. Um, I have, yeah, I have some good news for you, Aaron, as well, because next year, a little birdie told me that Riggle is going to be playing Dick Pound in the Richard Jewell sequel. So <laughs> look out for that. I didn't want to say anything just yet because, you know, these things can, unless it's official, official, 
but yeah, uh, I will be playing. I will be playing Dick Pound actually in a multitude of things. Um, it's not just that one that Sarah just mentioned, but a lot of projects. Uh, you'll be seeing me recurring as Dick Pound in 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 television and commercials, yeah. which is odd because most corporations don't like to have Every day Dick at the Pound. Starbucks once it reopens. <laughs> That's the name that Rob gives the, the clerk there every day. Okay. Anyway. Well, thank you, yeah. Aaron, and thank you, everyone who submitted questions. And if you submitted a question that we didn't get to, I will keep it here on the list, and we will try to get to more next week. But uh, thank you guys for sending those in. Riggles Picks Podcast on Facebook. Um. All right. Well, I think we're out of time. Would you agree? Yeah. So I would agree. Um, yeah, my baby's crying, so I definitely have to go back. Right, and and, uh, and I got to get back father. to lift, and I got to get back to lifting weights like I was doing uh, before the podcast started. <laughs> yeah. What? Why are you laughing, Sarah? Sure, sure, sure. No, <laughs> no, no reason. What? I'm. You think I'm shirtless, sitting next to Gary, drinking beers? Because you can't prove it. <laughs> yeah, I I do think you are. I think you're six feet apart from each other, shirtless, <laughs> drinking beers. This is all just one big joke on me. He's got he's got one of those long coolers. All right, anyway. one of those long ones. Anyway. <laughs> um. All right. Well, well it's Sarah, great to hear I, your voice. I'm so happy to be back. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for bearing with me while I was gone. And. Uh, uh, and we'll be doing this remotely, but, you know, hopefully it gives you guys something to listen to during the quarantine period. Absolutely. Um, and, Sarah, great to hear from you. Always uh, love, love getting the update on what's going on in your world. Glad you're back. We look forward to many, many more chats during this quarantine time. Um, all right. And, Gary, thank you as always. Yeah. Uh, all right, friends. Well, this has been uh, Riggles Picks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Fair, 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 fair.